Hi, guys. And welcome back to the Facts Not Fiction, the I Said What I Said edition. Guys, as always, we are so excited to be back here with you talking about our truths, stating and letting you know our journeys and where we are. We always like to be open and authentic with you guys. And we just thank you for allowing us to be able to do that with you. Guys, don't forget to follow us on Facts Not Fiction underscore podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Also, whatever your favorite platform that you love to listen to this wonderful, amazing, spectacular, fantastic podcast on, don't forget to leave a review and a rating and we'll shout you out on the next episode. And I want to introduce my ladies, as always, Shanice. Hey, y'all. Ilea. Hello. And you know your hostess with the mostest, Joy E. But without further ado, let's get into it because um, this is going to be a heavy, good topic and I can't wait to get started. Alea, bring us in. Sure. Okay. So this episode is going to be on our journey to finding our church home. As we all know, it's it's very fundamental to have a church home. Um, I think the biggest thing is when you join a church, you're able to, of course, get that one-on-one spiritual time that you need with your pastor and some of your members and things like that. And it really helps the growth for where you are trying to be with God and of course with the church. Um, So at this point where I am is I do not have one just yet. I am working to get one. Um, I'm really looking to find that 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 calling, that need. Um, I think I like more traditional churches where you know you got that um that pastor does a little bit much um and that's not for everybody but it's just something that really makes me get into the spirit a little differently um so i'm working on it i'm trying to find it and i'm not yet there um but i am still exploring some churches in the area and you know i found some great ones but just waiting for god to say this is where i need to be um, I have a, a question for y'all. Um, how important is it for y'all to have a church home? Very. Why? Um, I feel like we all should have someone to, in a sense, account for our walk with God. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to have, have a spiritual, yeah, to have a spiritual leader. Um, you know, it's always um a teacher in a sense because it's like. Where do you where do you got gather your knowledge and better understanding of the principles if not from your pastor or now a do y'all, pastor? Okay. Now do y'all think that it's like church is like a every Sunday like you gotta be in church every single Sunday type no, of deal? I don't feel like you have to be in church every single Sunday because you know where two or more are gathered, God can be in the midst. He, it could just be you and God and he could be in the midst. It's not, you know, the church was created for sinners to come to. So I don't think it's like, oh, if you don't go to church, it's like you don't love God. I don't think it's a, a, a sentiment towards that. I just think it's like, you know, you have to show reverence to God in many different ways outside of going to church. But going to church is where I go to learn and to praise him. But I can, I, I learn at home, praise him at home, at work, in my car, wherever I go. Girl. Um, but now for me, I will say 
I am like in it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, can you because, um, can you tell us uh, why you didn't feel like it at first? Yeah, I was about to. <laughs> I just want to make sure you get that point now. I want to know. No, I was about to. I was trying to find the words to really say it. So okay, so I just um, helped you. Praise the Lord. Anyway, so I was in a previous podcast just basically saying that I really found it difficult to connect to churches because I focus so much on the imperfections of some of the people in the churches. So mm-hmm. I really felt like. I really could get what I needed, but not really belong to a church. Um, I felt like, you know, just like Shanice said, you could praise at home. You could praise him at any time, point in the day, and, you know, still get that spiritual loving that you need from God. Um, I still kind of feel like I will be that person who will go to church, but still focus so much more on my spiritual time with God alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to find a church home, um, but it's one of those situations where I feel like I it it might just take me a little bit to to really find one that I want, um, and that that could just be some boundaries that I have. That could just be some feelings that I have, and you know I'm working with God to make sure you know He gets me in the right place. Mm-hmm. Um, no is perfect we've all you know we're born into sin and just like Shanice said at one point you know we're all men no one is perfect at all so I have to kind of take my thoughts out of it when finding a church um but I do think you know it's important now I had to read a little bit I had to kind of kind of understand why it's um I was one of the people who like you know I'm just gonna give my ties to different churches each uh each Sunday and just call it a day but it's not that easy you know and there should be a place that you definitely call home but like I said it may take me a little bit of time to get where I want to be I understand that my thing is that I mean it in a sense of like you're not required to go to church every Sunday because church is not a requirement to have a relationship with God church is a place that we go to learn grow and commune together as a community um and family in a sense um for me i do go to church every sunday i enjoy Mm -hmm. church every sunday girl love it um and you know i feel like i was talking i think i talked to joy about this earlier where it's like you know i had to grow out of that spirit of like oh it's required of me and it's something that i actually has become a daily practice that i enjoy it's like no I want to wake up on Sunday morning. The first thing I do is indulge in hearing what my pastor is teaching about, preaching about for the upcoming week or to kind of reset my mind, reset my spirit and to prepare me into the new week or after I've had a potentially tough week or I could have had a good week. I'm just like, you know, I'm just ready to hear God's word, you know? Um, So it's just, it's a number of things. I would say for myself, like my home church now, um, before I joined this church, I went to this church probably, I think, I want to say for a year or two before I joined, um, mm. because the church that I grew up in, I grew up in a Methodist church, by the way, um, it's my that was my church that pretty much everybody in that church I'm related to. That's like, like my family church. Like, we're all cousins, aunts, uncles, and stuff like that. Um, I've been in that church all my life. 
all my years until I went away from college. Um, and while I was in college, I would go to church with several of my peers and I visited, I want to say a, a number, maybe like four different churches before I made this church my new home church because of the way that I received the word from the pastor. It just resonated with my spirit a different way. And not saying that those other churches weren't weren't good pastors, but the way that my pastor is, how can I say this? It was his involvement in the community, his knowledge on godly principles implemented into everyday life that mm-hmm. drove me into like, okay, I want to, I want him to be my spiritual leader or my spiritual uh, teacher. Yeah, I definitely um, understand where you're coming from. Like um, <clears throat> previously, like um, before I um, I recently joined um, Speaking Spirits Ministries, um, I was like in between like my mom's church and like my dad's church, but I was never, I don't feel like I was ever a member. I was just like, you know, like, just I was there, like, like the I, pastor's I no, child. Yeah, pastor's child. So I don't, I don't feel like the pastor's child ever says like, "All right, I want to join this church." Like you're just, you know, you you're go just to like, your parents' church, right? You go to your parents' church or whatever. So I mean, it's just not. I don't feel like I ever had the, I really ever, ever had the choice. And again, when my mom started her church, I was a child. So then you know, I really, you know, you really don't have a choice. You go where your parents go. You don't drive nowhere. Um, but on like the journey to like finding my church, I think it's so, I'm like so excited because like, okay, we made this choice. Like, cause my husband was the same way. His, um, he grew up in the church. Like, you know, his mom was already a member when he was born. So that's just where you went mm-hmm. or whatever. So that's all he's ever known. So like when we decided to join the church, it was like, dang, like we made a decision to join somewhere that we really feel um, spiritually fed. We mm-hmm. like where the environment and the biggest thing for my husband and I, when we made a decision to join the church, it was like, I don't want to just join a church and then be one of those members and there's nothing wrong with this, but it wouldn't be one of those members that just sit in the church, get the word, get fat off of it, and then go about your business. I actually want to get my hands dirty. I want to be part of the ministry. I want to be part mm-hmm. of the outreach. I want to win more souls. I want to, you know, I want to get a, in a church that I can actually grow and be a part of and mm-hmm. actually learn. And when I hear my pastor speak, like his word resonates with me and I research and I don't just take his word. For, I don't take anybody's word for anything. But I research and look it up for myself, and then that that stays with me for the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. I've never been in a church environment where what someone says to me on Sunday is with me on the next Sunday that I'm coming back, and I'm looking for more, like, add on to what you said. Yeah, I got that, too, or whatever. And, like, I'm applying it to my life. So those type of things to me are so crucial mm-hmm. in finding a church home and I'm just like I don't know if y'all can hear but I'm super excited about this church like I love the people there everybody's nice and friendly and it's the same way every single time yeah so that to me just like you know this is like everybody is just so like happy where they are they've grown like people always do, sending out testimonies about how much they've grown like this man talked about like um, last uh, week when we were at, well, Sunday when we were at church, he was just talking about, listen, like me and my wife were headed for a divorce and look at us now, still married. And, you know, just because of, of the environment that he uh, is and the growth and how he's learning, you know, different things. With, and it's not just, it's what you're saying, Shanice, um, 
not just in the the walls of the church but y'all are trying to do things outward mm-hmm. to reach other people to you know grow you and not only just grow you but like get you out of debt financial class mm-hmm. you know because debt to me is a form of bondage it is so, um you know it's just like this i've never seen that before and not that any of like you said none of the churches were bad it just it just wasn't for me yeah and um that's one thing that, you know, I really encourage you, Alea, to like, you know, you said you're looking here, you know, searching through God to try to find that church. And, you know, I'm excited for God to speak to you and for you to have a church home and feel excited and want to get into it. And, you know, all those things, because it's really it really feels good. Like mm-hmm. um, Shanice, you were saying, I love going to church like I want to be there. I want to be under the um, under the church. I'm going on Wednesday. I want to be there again. Yeah. I want to know what's going on. I want to hear the word. I want all the things. Yeah. So with I me, on and on. I feel that it's like I like to receive the word that like sticks with me throughout the week. And that's what I feel like I receive. And it's like it just keeps me wanting to indulge in it even more. So like I was telling Joy the other day, like Sunday service, of course, if not everybody. Of course, I go to church on Sunday, but I attend Bible study on Mondays. I attend, I like to tune into Thursday night service. Like, I just be like, yeah, I want to hear what else you got to say. Like, mm, I'm ready hungry. for it. Like, <laughs> hungry. Like, me, me. legit, like, legit, and be so fulfilled with the word based off of, like, you know, the guidance that I receive and understand. It. And I like that if I have questions, I can ask those questions. It's not a sense of, like, well, Okay, that's what you preach, and I'm just gonna take, like you said, I just don't take your word for it. It's like, nah, I'm gonna not necessarily challenge it, but it's like, okay, break it down for me for a way that I can understand because I need more understanding behind this word. And provide, I feel like uh, my pastor always tells us, you know, to do our studying, like read the word for yourself, research the word for yourself, research other uh, religions in itself, like to get that understanding that you need to be yeah, able girl, to study to show yourself approved. No legit. And so it's, uh, it's an amazing thing to kind of have somebody who, who can help you like learn it better or understand it better, or just break it down to a sense where it's, the word is understandable, where it's not so, uh, I would say growing up, you know, growing up in a Methodist church, it's a traditional I guess not a uh, denomination of a church. Like mm-hmm. it was pretty much, I knew what, what service was going to look like every day. Mm. Um, not necessarily the sermon, but you know, churches, they have like uh, the programs. Uh, yeah. They have programs and stuff like that, but it's like, I kind of knew what to expect when it came with it. Like I knew what hymns we was going to sing or, um, I want to say like whatever accolades it was going to do anything like that it was just kind of like it was just kind of for me and I hate to say this like cut and dry Mm -hmm. to where it was like by the time the pastor get up there I'm like all right (laughs) y'all yeah we've been like we've been in here (laughs) we've been here for a little minute and my like the only thing that would kind of keep you encouraged is like it wouldn't be the people, it wouldn't be the environment, it would be you just trying to stay focused on God's word. Do you ever feel like, um, since you grew up, like, because we both grew up in, like, family churches, mm-hmm. do you ever feel like um, people were in your business too much? Not my business, per se. I feel like family knows me in general. Um, 
But you know, I feel like well, where my church was located is like country in the country, like mm-hmm. where my mom was born, and we lived in a different city than where the church was. So it was like, unless somebody in the family just like gossiping, which you know that's what family do, just telling people business. Nobody really knew what was going on in my life. They would be always only like try to catch up with me when I came to church or if I came home from college and I come to church, you know, they'd be like, how you doing? Like this and this and that, you know, we ain't seen you this and this and that. Like, we're so proud of you, everything. Cause you know, it's a small town. Like it's a very small town. <laughs> I can't tell you the population, but I can say that uh, it's probably like not even a full sex side of Richmond, essentially. <laughs> like it's a very small oh town. God. Huh? I said, "Oh my god!" No, legit. I'm, a, I'm, a, girl. I might even Google the population of the town just to let you know how small it is. But it's like, um, I guess in a sense, like growing up in those type of areas, it's kind of like, you know, I'm not, I don't really live here, so y'all couldn't know my business. And if some, if some y'all did know my business, I know where y'all got it from. Um, but I'm like, when you grow up in those kind of churches, you know, family talk and all those other things. But I never really experienced like drama in the church, in my home church, I would say, um, as far as, yeah, like, gossip. Yeah, I don't too much drama, but it's just, like, sometimes people just know too much about And they you. insert themselves. Correct. Yeah. And I some I just, I like the fact that, like, nothing, I, I love my mom's church. I really do. And the people in it, of course, they're my family. Um, but it's just, it's something about, like, just you know getting away from that or like you know like you know like you go away to school or something like that like just living your your life outside of your family sometimes to me or whatever or getting away from getting away from them and branching out and doing doing something different because I would say my mom I don't I wouldn't say my mom's church is traditional it's very very not traditional and it's um it's non-denominational which I love um but it it was just it's it's, it's still very old school, mm. um, and you know that's 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 the flavor of that church, and that's fine. But you know sometimes I need I need because my pastor is like dressed in like sweat like nice sweat suits and like nice coming like, as he is yeah like coming as he is pretty much. right he's coming as he is and he's like looking at us like he'll come down off the po- off the pulpit and just be looking at us and like talking to us and teaching like not just like you know fire and brimstone and all that stuff but he's teaching mm-hmm. or whatever so that's I've never really experienced that before yeah make the, they really make the word it. relatable in a sense correct so it's just like it's it's very different or whatever but I can understand him and you know and and grasp what I need to grasp for me yeah and I don't well, I, feel like confused or like, oh my God, I, this is draining or whatever when I leave. Alea, I have a question for you. Um, but I just look up the population of the city. It's 3,200 people. Done. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like 3,200 people. Anyway, Alea, mm-hmm. um, with you growing up, like having religious families, and I know you've like visited several churches, like what were the denominations of these churches? Uh, that you were accustomed to visiting and, you know, tithing to as well? Uh, when I was younger or now? Um, both, honestly, just throughout your life. Um, most of my background is Baptist, Christian, mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't think I've been to. Now, I will say I went to um, a, what's it called? A Kingdom Hall uh, for Jehovah Witnesses. Um, yes. I did do that for, this was a while ago. This was probably at least two, two to Two to three months I was going there. Um mm, you never told me that piece. What was that like? <laughs> it was different. It was different. I will say, and again, this is why I wanted to like um for one of our topics kind of talk about the differences between um different religions and what beliefs are because it just was very basic. Um more of a school like <laughs> I yeah mean, when I say school it's just like a, a you know it wasn't it didn't give you that feel of like a church where you you really got into the word it was more like a you kind of felt like you were in school you know I don't know yeah, it, I'm, like I'm just here yeah I'm just in here attendance. I'm just in attendance well, that's what you I went. Have you ever had a friend that was Jehovah Witness and like actually talked to them about what they do to prepare for the for their word on the week on the uh, Saturday or Sunday? Mm-mm. Well, that's they why have, I went. they I have, have workbooks. I mean, that's like, not necessarily bad, but I mean, it's not bad. But I'm just saying, like, they have legit workbooks, and it's and the thing that I really do like about them is that. Everybody in in the whole community of Jehovah Witnesses is on the same page. <laughs> like, there's that not church. one church. Like, I could go to the church in Canada, and I could go to the church in I don't know Belize, whatever. They're gonna be on the same page. It's the same. It's the same message. It's all they all hand out all these workbooks, and you they all do like workbooks from down from the kids to the adults. I don't think that's bad. It's not bad, but I'm just saying, like that's that's how that's how they do. So when I was talking about it being like it's in school, yeah, it is because like they have work to do. It's like before. they gonna make sure you do the work in order to correct to the church, and they're very strict. So like if you are doing something outside of the um the will like of the of the church, you you gonna you gonna have to get out. Yeah, I don't think I've ever experienced Jehovah Witness before. I've experienced yeah. like they uh, literally. Uh, I know a couple of my um my old coworkers. They told me that they had they had been kicked out of the church. Oh, I ain't trying to get excommunicated now. That's yeah. how you. And then, like when you were excommunicated, you can no longer speak to your family. Oh. Yep. Oh, they it's... take it very seriously. <laughs> yep, you can't speak to your family or whatever. Even if you do come to the, ch- I think you can still come to the church, but you you can't you can't join in. You have to sit in a certain spot and oh. you cannot join in. And if you ever do want to come back, you have to talk to the elders of the church and um like speak with them <laughs> before you can join back in church. It's, it's very serious. You're gonna follow these commandments, man. Is it commandments or just like people's personal view on how you should? Well, live when your it life? was um, when it, the things that I've heard that they didn't, the majority of the people, the things I heard they got kicked out for was sex. So I'm oh. assuming it's a commandment. Okay. Unwed sex. So. Okay. Yeah, that's like the biggest shun. Premarital sex and uh, don't have no baby. Oh my god. No, I don't. No, I don't child now. 
So I will say, Alea, what are um, the things that you are looking for in a home church? Um, I think my biggest thing is just, I really do. I find it better for me for smaller churches. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I really, really like that family feel Mm. where, you know, I feel like when you, that first day you come and that pastor is, you know, coming out, speak to, I'm so glad to see you. I'm so glad you're here. And, you know, really wanting to get to know you. I like that. Um, not saying that like, you know, with bigger churches, of course, there's a big congregation. And typically what happens is you get that spiritual feeling from them from, you know, smaller sessions like Bible study or, you know, uh, maybe outreach programs where y'all go out together, things like that. But in smaller churches, I feel like I feel more comfortable going to my pastor and asking them like, you know, personal questions or situations as far as what I may go on, be going through in my life. I feel better like, hey, you know, you got time for me today. Let me let me ask you a few questions after church. So, you know, during this time, um, I'm looking for something to where I feel like I am. Like I said, I feel like it's a family situation. Granted, I've been in churches where we are all family, like literally, you know, my stepdad's on the pulpit my mom's right beside me she's singing in the choir you know his sisters and everything like I like that church setting but I did not like that specific church because again um I never got a chance to speak about it but when you ask like when you're at a church with your family did you ever feel like they were too much in your business yes for me and I felt like because I was not blood family i felt like i got that look and oh she just that's the the black sheep of the family kind of yeah that's how i felt and i feel like if it was my own family i wouldn't have gotten that Mm -hmm. i I don't know because i never went to church with my own family too much but i just felt negativity from people in the church gotcha because i wasn't blood and i was doing what teenagers do and it really turned me off from churches in general um but yeah I I like that feeling however I just don't want it with my own family um I I honestly I enjoy music so you know sometimes I will say some churches you go overboard you've been Praising and shouting for <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I'm like, okay, sometimes I'm like, I'm like, what is the word? Okay. Listen, you gotta let the old Holy Spirit take over, okay? I know I feel you on that, Alia. After a while, I'm like, all right. Now don't be trying to find nobody else now. praise because y'all ain't rain feeling down it. Word, let it rain no. down that word. Sometimes you get tired up there like this is the seventh song, man. <laughs> Not the seventh song. Wait, wait. Yeah, this song like, this is two good songs. Wait a second. Wait, not the seventh song. I, well, I wasn't talking about nothing like that. I thought I was talking about, you know, people. I know that's no, the like, seventh song. Because <laughs> y'all just, yeah, they just, they feeling it. I got it. But where were that? <laughs> like I, I, y'all putting I, on a concert, not praise and worship. Oh my this gosh! Is a no, I, I, I will say I, I know I've never. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> At the max, it should be four songs. At the max. <laughs> 
Now, I will say sometimes, you know, I'm in the spirit where, you know, keep the songs coming because I'm feeling it. So I do like more of it. But every now and then, you know, I feel like some churches do overdo it. Um, but I enjoy that. And I, like I said, I enjoy a church where it's small. So you don't feel as if like, you know, you're just kind of a number there coming in, coming out. I feel like, um, you know, I can I can go and do things in the church and I don't have to worry too much about not feeling like I can get what I need out of the congregation. Yeah, I feel that. I, I will say the hardest thing about like me and my home church is that my home church is back in North Carolina and I don't get to go into the physical church anymore because I live here, um, which I still tune in virtually and I still get the word virtually. I still praise God and can feel God in the midst of my own home or at work if that's where I'm watching a sermon or something like that. Um, but I do miss being like in the physical house of God. Like mm-hmm. I do that just being able to like get up and get ready to go to church, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't know if y'all ever experienced this, like growing up is where like Sunday morning just feel different. Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like Sunday morning just feel different than any other day of the week. Um, And it's like, it's a new air. Like it's like a fresh kind of like you wake up Sunday Monday. It's just like a calm. Mm-hmm. I, it's like a real calm, like outside, like in the house. And then it's like, uh, just like getting ready, having breakfast, listening to gospel music in the house on the way to church, singing in the car on the way to church, you know, and just like, you know, you're in a Sunday's best or whatever. And then I've been to churches where you can wear jeans and sneakers if you wanted to. Like, listen, you ain't got to come in a suit and a tie. Like, just come. And, you know, I just miss that feeling sometimes of just being able to get up, get dressed, and just go into the, go into the house of God. Because, like, legit on Sunday mornings, I wake up, I pray, and I'm just, like, getting ready to – I wake up for the 7 o'clock service. Um, and I do it right from my bed. Like, I grab my Bible, I grab my notebook. And I immediately just start taking my notes, uh, going through the scriptures with my pastor in my Bible, just watching it from my bed, the comfort of the comfort of my bed, legit. Like as soon as I wake up, I may wake up and the most I do is wash my face and brush my teeth, and I'm getting right back to go into the word. So I think So question. I um I know my parents about moving to North Carolina because that's where their home home church is. When I say home home church, like Bishop Street, he's a difficult. <laughs> he, he, I love him though. When I say like his church is awesome, and he wants nothing but success for his congregation, so much that he kind of, you know, some people can't handle it and, and they run. But the, my parents want to move back because now they run. They, yeah, Bishop people Street. People be running from God now. <laughs> no, I, when I say they run like Bishop Street, <laughs> he wants nothing. Like if he he wants to help you, but mm-hmm. he's not going to help you unless you are planning on changing and really dedicating yourself to the church. So he pressure. And mean, if you, honestly, you want the results, you got to do the work, honey. Yes, okay. yes. 
And my parents love his church so much. I'm moving back to North Carolina to get that. Mm-hmm. Um, with you being here in Virginia, do you have plans to like move back so you can get that feeling again to where like I'm just happy to be going to church? Or do you feel set like, you know, I'm, I'm good with online right now? Say that last part again. Like, I'm good with online, and, you know, I have no intentions of going back. Um, or, I do know. not plan on moving back to North Carolina at all. I would, however, um, every now and then. I would like to travel there to go to the physical, because they opened the church back up since COVID. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, I would love to go and travel to the church. Like, something that they did recently, oh, I really <sighs> wish I could have, like, participated in this, is that they had, they um did a community like uh lord please don't let me say it wrong uh music conference Mm. where they got a whole bunch of singers musicians and stuff together to just kind of come sing dancers minds all that to come in and learn songs learn new music learn new dances and then put on a concert for the congregation and for the community and I, that was something that I was like, oh my gosh, I wish I could have taken off work to go down there and be a part of that. <laughs> That's cool. I like that. Like, I really wish I could have done that. Like, it's like, I think it's like a three day. No, nah, I think it's like more like three, four, three, four days where I think they take time to learn. Like, it don't take, like, I don't know if y'all have ever sung in a choir, but learning the song ain't nothing. Like, for sync, for like, People who sing in choirs all their life, like it's like they be having high expectations for like song learners. Like, yeah, we learn this song Saturday night, we sing this Sunday morning. Mm. <laughs> like, not my mm. church specifically, but just like choirs now. I would say singing at like a college, singing in like a college level choir. Like, it was like, yeah, uh, we're gonna learn this song tonight, we're singing it tomorrow. Dance moves included. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm not lying to you. I'm not lying to you at all. So it's just like, it's that type of energy, but it's fun. It's so much fun. And it just gives you a way to be, like, happy and, like, excited to, like, praise God. Like, and that's something that it's just like, I miss, like, being able to be a part of, like, my church's community outreach. Um, I will say, like, that's something that I really like enjoy for myself, but it's like I don't have to be at my church to do for my community. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so it's like, um, what you guys know, like I have my own nonprofit. Um, I like to donate anything that I can at any means that I have. Like, I just like to do for people who are in need, um, at, of course, in, with it well within my means. So it's just like, you know, um, I just think it has a great influence. But it's like, yeah, I would love to, like, go back and travel to it. I definitely won't move back because I feel like watching it virtually does still keep me fulfilled. Okay. That's awesome. Well, you ladies, like, uh, I don't know. I, I've said this a few times. Me and Joy, we had a conversation recently. Like, I'm, I'm just waiting to get where you ladies are. Like, you know, that excitement I'm not gonna say I'm not excited for church but I feel like sometimes it's just a routine in my head mm-hmm. I feel like everything I'm doing is a routine in my head and I'm asking God like you know I 
I'm really ready to be excited. I'm really trying to feel it. I'm really trying to feel like, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's like my tiredness. I don't know, but it's just, there's this like block there sometimes, but it's like, it's so inspiring to hear both of you ladies talk about like your churches and where you are, you know, how you feel about waking up every Sunday morning and super excited just to hear your pastor talk and just just to be there to learn something that stays with you every week. I mean, Well, I do remember, of course, this Sunday that I day, um, I wasn't feeling too well, so I didn't go to church. But I do remember the last church um, I went to, you know, their word. But I can't say, like, I thought about it each day of the week, you know? Yeah. Um, it's like, it's one of those situations where when y'all are talking, I feel like, you know, gosh, you know, you're excited to get more of the word each week to go and to build on what was said last Sunday when I brought I, I half the time don't remember what was said. Just another... Another day where I'm listening to the word, but mm. I need to. It's what it's, it's a breakthrough moment that I'm looking for, and mm-hmm. honestly, I'm glad that we have this podcast where we can all talk because I feel like we all bring different things to the table, and I feel like there are so many individuals that are just like me, thinking just like me, feeling just like me. Like I want to do it. So it's like, you know, you you ladies really, really helped me to feel like, gosh, you know, that's what I need to be looking for for a church. Because I promise you, my answer was pretty basic. Like, yeah, I'm just looking to be family. I'm looking to learn, which I am. But, you know, that's just, it didn't come to me that way because. I just, you know, I'm, I'm not in that, that there's a block there. And uh, I'm trying my hardest to get away from that block. I really am. Now, let me ask you something, Alea. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, let me say, let me say this first. I have never felt like this ever in my life. The way I feel right now towards God, church, you know, just the whole take on life. I've never felt like this before in my life. But have you, like... Mm, trying to figure out how I'm gonna say it like have you like just like completely opened up your entire life to this you asked that before you asked that almost every time we talk and I feel <laughs> like it I feel like it you probably but, haven't done it then if I keep on asking you but that's the thing like it's one of those situations where I feel like it's it's easier said than done where mm-hmm. I feel like I'm doing it, but I'm still not hearing God. And it's more of like a you if you've gone through your entire life like emotions and you listening to yourself the entire time in your head, I feel like sometimes you have to stop and listen to when God is speaking, but you don't even know it's God. You get what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. or you know, you go through your life and you cussing, you fussing, you mad, you angry. And that moment where you should stop and say, God, you know, why am I even acting like this? I don't get that enough. I don't get that sometimes. So I get in my bed like, God, thank you so much for today. And I'm thinking to myself, like, why didn't I thank him earlier today? Or why didn't I think about this earlier today? Or why is my head not where it should be? Let me say each this. And every day. You don't condemn yourself for not doing it earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, forgive yourself in those areas of where you feel like, oh, 
I wish I would have caught it then. It's like, okay, I didn't catch it then, but God helped me improve in this area. Mm-hmm. And just like, you know, uh, take reverence with it and just take note of it. And it's like, you, you may continue to make that those same mistakes or have those same reactions or outcomes with certain things. And it's like, when you take that moment and you pray about it and you look back on it, you're like, God, dang, I'm still struggling with this. It's something that if you know that you're struggling in that area, that's the means for you to grow out of it. Mm-hmm. And so don't consistently beat yourself up about, oh, well, I'm not there yet. Like, I want to be there, but I'm still not hearing God. It's like silent your own voices in your head. Mm-hmm. And when, the moment you can do that, you can you can't hear God because you're speaking too loudly. Right. And, so it's like the moment that you can quiet your own voices and the lies that the enemy tries to tell you. Girl. God going to speak. And sometimes God speaks through other people. God speaks through situations. God speaks through circumstances. It's like you may not hear a voice, but he may show you something that might be, might be a revelation to a situation that you're dealing with. Well, yeah. I don't feel like his voice comes. Well, at least at least at all to me is like a like like I told you in um the other day in the car. It's not like a booming voice. Sometimes when he's speaking to you, it's small. Mm-hmm. It's still. It's calm. Mm-hmm. You just have to be still and calm and listen. And then also, um, open. Yes, like there, like like open to hear. And then sometimes you have to realize when we're asking God for something. He just not going to hand it to you. He going to put you in a circumstance to do what you asked him for. Mm-hmm. Right. And that happens all the time. I ask for like, like patience and like a girl. Don't ask for patience unless you want it. Unless you want it. Try you. Oh, you want patience? Let me see and how God patience help you going Help me to forgive and not do certain things. Like I, I, that showed up the other week when me and you, I live like, and I had to be like, right. listen, this ain't who I am no more. I'm sorry, <laughs> like, wow. but it, it it just it shows up and it shows up in different ways for you to 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 do it, wow. or whatever. So you got to look at it like that too. God is just not gonna just like, all right, here it is. Here's this big old gift wrapped in a bow for you. Take it. No, nah, you gonna have to work for that thing. Definitely but. so. Definitely so. Like today, uh, well, Ali, you don't have social media, so you just need to say, "Hey, my car got towed." <laughs> no she laughing about the social media oh (laughs) but yeah today my car got sold and today i thank god because i remember a time where i would have been so livid so dramatic so just frantic about it in my initial reaction and when i walked outside and i saw my car was it i was like oh they took my car i was like oh man all right, let me call these people. Let me uh just sit on the phone. And like when it happened, I had texted my mom to let her know. And so she calling me while I'm trying to call the people. And like, what happened? Did you get somebody asking all these questions? Normally, I would take that frustration out on people who like kind of swarming me with questions. I'm like, later, let me figure it out. Like you know. And I was just so calm and so patient. With my mom I was like, no, I can't answer the phone right now. I'm trying to figure out where my car is. I'll let you know when I get it. Just and I was just so calm in handling that situation. And then I got my car back within 30 minutes. And so I was just like, God, you know, what 
have come a long we way. A mighty long way, Lord. Because my dramatic self, you. listen, I would have done through a whole tantrum with a cry. Like, oh my God, like they took my car. Oh, what about My husband told me the other day, he said something to me, and I just looked at him. And I said, You can't you can't charge that to me no more. And yeah. I was like, that's not even who I am anymore. And Come he said, on. you know what? Um, he's like, God has delivered. He said, God has delivered you. <laughs> and I said, He has. He was like, because I know you would have hit the ceiling on me. I said, I would have, but I no longer will. Mm, come on. Look and that's the thing, Alaya. It's you, gonna take you can't time. battle me. You can't offend me. <laughs> Offense is a choice. Yes, uh, gotta be taken. Offense gotta be. And somebody else told me, um, especially when I, I don't, I don't see what everybody else sees. Or whatever, because you know how you focusing on yourself, you don't like it's like losing weight. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't always see it. Other people see it. Mm-hmm. And so this girl at work who whom I had a little issue with, um, <laughs> she even told me that she was like, I see, I see the growth, I see the change in you. And I was like, Really? And she was like, Yes, I do. <laughs> I see uh, whatever. And I was just like, Wow, like even if somebody other than you know somebody outside like a co-worker mm-hmm. is seeing that I'm act I'm different. Yeah. That's I just think that's good. beautiful. And it's gonna take time, Alea. And don't just don't be hard on yourself. Extend grace to yourself. Um forgive yourself for the yeah, thing for things. Mm-hmm. I can forgive myself every day. Girl. Listen, we make mistakes daily. We tr- like we always talk about how it's a daily choice, it's a daily walk and you know, sometimes I come home and I'm like, bro, I'm so tired. I don't want to read my Bible tonight. And I pray about that. And I'm just like, I'll sit here in the time that I could have been reading my Bible. I'll be talking to God. I'll be like, Lord, like, I just, <laughs> I just be that open and that vulnerable to just be like, listen, like, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I'm just, uh, like, I'm so tired. I'm just so da, 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 da. And then even in the, in the moments where I'm feeling like that, in those moments where I'm praying, I'll be like, let me just read the scripture real quick. You know, let me get let me get on something that makes the the way that I'm feeling. There's a there's a word for this, somewhere. Right? So it's just like you know, it's not, and it's not always it's it's just not always easy. It's not to just be like, all right, let me let me read let me read the Bible or whatever instead of or whatever. But that obedience, that sacrifice, and there's no perfect way to do it. Ale, you got to do it in a way that works for you. It's you can't do it by somebody else's means, like mm-hmm. and think people are gonna judge you for how you decide to do your walk. It's your walk. Like if you want to pick up your Bible once a week, that's your business. That's between you and God. Right. At least you're picking up your Bible. I'm proud of you for that. Right. Like so, it's like <laughs> why? Just because you're so animated, I can just see your hands moving oh my gosh my hands are <laughs> i know i can't i can see it my hands are moving like that's you and god business like it ain't nobody's place to tell you like oh you don't pray enough or you don't read your bible enough it's like we can all improve in Daily. how we study and that's the goal pray. to level up until we leave this earth keep on leveling up yeah it's not gonna come automatically like oh i got this down pat anybody who said they got their walk down pat is a liar <laughs> like I don't God, care. you said that with conviction. I'm, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. No, you no. Like you know God, but listen. Every day is an attack of the enemy to take you off course. Right. That's his goal. That's his goal. 
And these so distractions, like, you got to start noticing when these distractions, that's the biggest thing for me, noticing when these distractions are coming up or whatever, because they come up often. Like Very like George just said, like her, her pastor, her pastor saying like they was on the verge of divorce. Mike Todd and his wife, they talk, they are so raw with uh how they have marital counseling and stuff like that. So they can keep their marriage going with because they got a family of four and how they want to they've had their issues and you know it's a lot that people just like we're not perfect in this but we we choose to love God and do it his way and that's why we grow in these areas and when you make a mistake ask for forgiveness yeah and like Joy said forgive yourself too it's not it's not a and forgive people not for those people but for you so you can let it go and grow from it preach to me I received this is like yeah like you ain't got to be perfect in it Alea. and whatever whoever has outlined what perfect a perfect relationship with god looks like delete that out of your mind and create the relationship that you want to have with him authentically and you got to do it with good intention and sincerity and not just Oh, I'm gonna read this because God, I know God want me to. I want, I know God expect me to do this. Like God does have expectations for us, and He He expects us to live up to Him. But you got to place the expectation on yourself as well. So it's like if you gonna move in conviction, like you got to start somewhere, and it's not always gonna be. Yeah, I read the Bible seven days a week. I study the Word. Oh, yeah, I think Michael Todd was saying, like, you know, even if it, if you got like ten minutes, just spend ten minutes with, with God. God. Make time spend for ten, Him. Yeah, make time and spend ten minutes, and before you know it, that ten minutes is turning into twenty, mm-hmm. into thirty, into an hour. Before a minute, we can't get you up off the floor. Get up off your knees, there. Come on, stop playing. <laughs> Legit. And something for me is that I find that involving God with my day has helped me tremendously like Mm -hmm. legit like there's not a day like I was telling I think I told y'all like yeah I try to pray three times a day it's like I don't even know if I can consider it prayer because I would end pray I would end like my moments of talking with God and just randomly like God you know (laughs) just like randomly just like God you know um want to talk to you about this and like, I just want to like thank you for everything that you're doing like I'm just so grateful I'm just so like I have so much gratitude for my life right now like again my car got told I was like God you are a provider because I had the means girl I had the means to take it took me nothing. it took me $110 to get my car from impounded today and there was a time where I would have like completely had a meltdown because I was like, where in the world I'm going to get $110 to get my car so it's so much I need to take care of rent due at the end of the week, you know all the stuff, like, and I was just like alright, bet, here you go Jesus paid mm. it <laughs> <laughs> paid it all <laughs> like, it was just like, that is amazing I really, I really didn't know what people were talking about when they was like, they don't worry about money, they don't worry about where everything's coming from because all of their care is cast on, or worries are cast on, cast on him, and then just like, like, inv- like he wants to be involved. He wants mm-hmm. to know what's going. On, even though he already know, he wants you to tell him yeah. what's going on with you. 
Yeah, most definitely. You know, talk to me. Or whatever, it's, it's a relationship. Like, just like we all have a relationship with each other. I was or about to say that. Other. It's a relationship. You got to talk to people to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. You got to make time for people to have a relationship. I would say the weirdest but most, like, fulfilling thing about when you talk with people, you get their opinions based off of their experience and stuff like that. When you talk with God, you get answers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say that. Say that. Mm, that was a good one. I like that shit. Like legit. When I'm struggling internally with myself, it I could talk about it with my friends. I could talk about it with my parents. And it's just like, you know, they're gonna give me their honest opinion based off of like the things that they've gone to and their experience and their outlook on the world. So it's like when I talk to God, God comes in so clear, like, listen, this is what needs to be done. This is why you're feeling this way. And I'm like, ooh, get off my neck, man. <laughs> Girl, let me tell y'all. Okay, so it was this one time. Recently, I went to Bible study. And I went to, um, this is like, our, I think it was like our first Bible study. And the pastor um, happened to be coming out the bathroom. But he has a bodyguard. Um, so the bodyguard was standing in front of us and he was like, Hey, can you guys give me a second? I'm just going to get the pastor out. And I was like, okay, cool. We were just, you know, chilling. I'm thinking that the pastor's going to turn around and say like, Hey, y'all or something, but he was so in tune to whatever he was doing. He didn't see us. So I immediately got an attitude. Oh gosh. <laughs> I did. I ain't going to lie to you. I mad at it. I got an attitude. And I'm like, look at him. So, so he can't speak. Uh, okay. And then I was just like, oh, so what he doing? So he didn't see us. Uh, okay. We just joined the church. He didn't speak up. He didn't say nothing. Okay. And then, like, this lady, he called this um, the, during the service. I can't get into the worship because my mind is elsewhere mm-hmm. thinking about why the pastor ain't speak to me. A distraction because I'm in church. <laughs> and so then the pastor, he called um, some random lady. Uh, I don't know who she was, but she was dressed impeccably. And um, he was uh, talking about her outfit or whatever. And then he just ended up giving her $100. Don't ask me why he gave us $100. I don't know. Maybe he just blessed her. I don't know what was going on, but he gave her $100. So I was like, oh, so he can notice her, but he ain't notice us. Mm. Oh, my God. The enemy was just feeding you, man. (laughs) So I'm just like, well, why he ain't notice us? Well, why he ain't, you know, I'm just going on and on in my head. Mind you, service is going on. And I should be aware, in tune with what's going on. And I am not. So God let me just go through this, in t- like, all, not the whole service, but almost. And this was after we just had, like, our um, our first Bible study, like, uh, Sisters in Christ Bible study. So I'm just sitting there, and I'm just, I'm still, I'm still going back, talk, talking mess in my head. And I done leaned over and told my husband a couple <laughs> things and distracting him. <laughs> discord just just all 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 out wrong just just terrible and so then god said to me he said now i thought now i I promise you it came to me just like this now i thought you was okay being one in the number now you want to be seen Mm. i said (laughs) when i tell you i was looking around the church because i thought somebody had heard that too (laughs) and i'm just looking around from the left to the right and I said, not one in the number, Lord. And he said, but you want to be seen now? Is that it? And I said, mm. He was like, then he said, because remember we was talking, we was talking all that mess about being one in the number. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Lord, I'll be a sweat bead on the body. Mm-hmm. All of you put a sweat bead 
a bead of sweat. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, why is you, why is you coming for me so roughly? Because you said. And he said, because you rough. And I got to meet you where you at. And I said, you know what? I'm done. Lord, forgive me. Let me get on my arm. Let me go ahead and say a quick prayer. Because God knows I was dead wrong up in that church. <laughs> but that's how quick he was, he was getting me together. And so it's awesome that I'm like, it's okay. Like, it's like you will find the leaders who are qualified to lead you, Alea. And speak to you, speak to your spirit to keep you encouraged and like want you to pursue God in the way and be excited about church or just reading or just like the knowledge behind the Bible in a way for yourself like not on based on anybody else's terms like it's gonna happen for you yes and i can't wait i'll be i'm praying on it praying you just gotta believe god for it as well if that's what you want if your heart is set and your mind your mind is set and your heart is content with that decision to give it over to god it'll it'll definitely happen for you we're gonna look up one day our leg gonna be on it you're gonna be preaching child i can't i can see it Mm mm-hmm I let you still on this call. Yeah, I'm still here. Oh man, she be tripping me up. I let be in her thought process. She be like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was good. I really enjoyed um talking with you guys about this, seeing y'all experience and everything. Um, it's always good to hear someone else's perspective on, you know, life. You know, it's just interesting to me. Um, most definitely. But- Let's get into some I said what I said. Who wants to go first? Um, Shoulda, woulda, coulda's don't count. I said what I said. Mm. Mm. Hello? I was thinking of one. Um... <laughs> Uh, one thing I think I'm, I'm, you know, of course, we talked on it a little bit, struggling with sometimes. It's just, you know, don't let your past be that makes sense. You know, well, don't keep sense. thinking about what you've done and where you not, where you are not. That you know you feel like prevents you from getting further. Don't let it stop you from your future. Okay. I was going to say something um before um this I mean not before. I was going to say something that's kind of on the same lens. Who you knew before is not who I am now. I mm-hmm. said what I said. Amen. Amen, amen. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, it's been amazing yet again talking with you guys, getting to know you on a deeper level as we talk about just our walk in faith and just just sharing authentically with um each other and our listeners about where we are right now it's not easy to do and I really do thank you guys for being your authentic selves and telling your truths about things that you've experienced and are experiencing and um what you're going going through and what you're looking forward to in the future it's amazing to see again like I always um we've been saying for these past few weeks I'm proud of you guys I'm proud of all of us for making a stand and a walk you know, wherever we may be in that walk, um, I'm just proud of us for at least making the stand and making the turnaround and trying to be better and trying to do better because it's not easy. It's not easy at all. And um, 
it's it's to be commended. It's to like you said earlier, she needs to be given grace for because it's not easy to turn your whole entire life around um to do something better and greater. So I appreciate you guys sharing with the world that guys don't forget to follow us on facts not fiction underscore podcast on Instagram and Facebook. If you guys have loved what you're listening to, don't forget to leave us a rating and a review on your favorite platform, and we will shout you out on the next episode. Guys, again, thank you again for coming with us on this journey and listening to us. If you um, want to leave a message with us telling us what your favorite, um, what kind of church you go to and how you got to the point of getting into that church or where you are in your walk of faith, um, anything is welcome. We're excited about the comments and everything don't our um, web page is on our instagram page in the bio you can click that link and you can leave a message a comment or a voice message or an email and we'll be happy to respond to you guys all right guys it's been real but we out bye, bye.